When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Yes, welcome back to uh, the show. It's Sound Advice time. Now, last week we did one of Australia's uh, greatest ever albums, Midnight Oil 10 to 1. Today, another classic, the Angels' 1978 debut album, Face to Face. There we go. Uh, take a long line, that iconic start. Uh, Doc Neeson, Johnny and Rick Brewster, Buzz Bidstrup, Chris Bailey, one of rock music's greatest rock bands, uh, started off in Adelaide. They started, boys, the Angels, as a folk band called the Moonshine Jug and String Band. Can you believe that? Gee, that's catchy. I know. And then what? when they called the, the Keystone Angels? Then they come the Keystone Angels. Um, mm. Keystone Angels, eventually the Angels, uh, on the... The urgings of George Young said, you know, it's just too big of it, just to call yourselves the Angels. Now, this band was, you know, going along um, in Adelaide for a while, made the trip to Sydney, struggled for about 18 months to two years, did a concert, and there was a guy in the, in the audience called Bon Scott, saw them play, recommended them to the legend producers, George Young and Harry Vander, the great Vander and Young, and they just took it from there. One of the great icon, iconic bands. They are. And I lo- I do love I love the part I love of the story is how the ACD found them. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. There's a couple of things. What Vander and Young did, they said to he, he said to the Brewster brothers, "You have to have your unique sound." And it took them a lot of trial and error to find it. And eventually, what you hear with that song there, that that was that was the unique sound. But guys, like have a look. So it's a debut album, and without doubt their greatest album. Here's the singles that were released, all the hits, and all of them became hits. This And most albums you get two, at the very most three. They had seven singles that released, seven hit singles off this. After the Rain, Love Takes Care, Take a Long Line, Marseille, Be With You, I Ain't the One Coming Down. Wow. I mean, it's... And it was their second album, is that right? First album. It was their first album. First right. album. They released Am I Ever Going to See Your Face Again. That was that was released, but that was a sort of standalone. Right. Yeah. And that that was, was... At the same time was, as this, yeah? That was released... Just slightly before. Right. Yeah, because that was released two years after it originally came out in 1980 um, on the international version. Mm. And then, of course, the live version, which we all know so well. Oh, indeed. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> the FBX, the end of the How was Doc's um, voice considered back then? Because that's, to me, that there is no voice that really sounds like Doc Neeson's voice. It, it's, when, when they first started as the Moonshine Jug and string, string Band, he was the bass guitarist. And when they were the Keystone Angels, he would play the bass and sing. And George Young goes, man, listen, it's just too much. 
right? And then they brought in a guy, iconic guy called Chris Bailey. Uh, interesting little side bit, uh, Graham Bidstrup, um, Buzz Bidstrup, he, he was a uh, drummer and, and Chris Bailey. Th- this band, the Angels, one of the things they were famous for was infighting. Like if you think the mm. Beatles had infighting, mate, these guys were literally, I'm not joking, 10 times more. There's a, a documentary on YouTube called No Way Get F Off. Mm. And it's it, – it shows them on a tour, and it is just relentless infighting. Um, about what? Just about – it was about, you know, songwriting. It was about royalties. It was about song lists. Whatever they could argue about, they just did. It was constant <laughs> friction. At one point, it was interesting. He, he's a little bit, I think, unknown about Australian music. Was Bidstrip and Chris Bailey at one point left the band and formed their own band, which, which was Kanga Jang. Oh, I love Ganga Jang. And you think, is there two sounds that couldn't be any more They're different? Very, very... The Angels to Ganga Jang. Mm. Um, the, the album was produced by Mark Opitz. You know, he did Jimmy Barnes, Dragon, Cold Chisel, Roast Tattoo, Noise Works, all the rest of it. And as I said before, it was a, just an absolute monster album. Yeah, well, it went four times platinum, sold 280,000 um, copies, which at that time, like we're talking 1978, would have been quite the haul. Interesting about Doc Neeson, right? When we talk about Doc, okay, we talk about his voice, had that iconic sound with his voice, but it was his stage presence. Last week, Webby, I posed the question, is Peter Garrett the greatest front man as far as performance and presence in Australian rock history? Yeah, undecided. Jimmy Barnes, maybe. Uh, uh, You had people like, of course, Michael Hutchins. But I just think when you go to a live gig, there was nothing better than Peter Garrett. Doc Neeson, to see the Angels live and watch his performance, it was very theatrical. And when you learn about the band, you understand that he he went to a drama teacher who was the most well-thought-of uh, drama teacher in, in Sydney and said, I need I need a persona. Mm. And he said, righto, why don't you do this? Why don't you get dr- dressed like almost like an old... English aristocrat with the puffy shirt and everything, and then song song by song, just basically get rid of the clothes. So all you do is end up bare chested with a towel around your neck, and that became that's his thing. That became that became his thing. His stick. Well, I, know, I know we always do this. We did it last week when we were talking Midnight Oil and you know great front men of Australian bands. Where did the Angels sit in best Australian bands of all time? Like because oh, for me, for there. me, they're sort of. I I missed the boat. They're before yeah, right, my generation. Mm. You know, they're obviously in your generation. Look, um, at the, t- the they were very well thought of in Europe, mm-hmm. very well thought of in um, in America amongst bands. Not by the public. They had minor hits there, but they were very thought of in the music industry by by their peers. Uh, France, in particular, the song Marseille was a huge hit in France. Mm-hmm. Even when they go to France now, they'll, they'll play it. Ben, I'll say this as far as where they sit as a recording band, uh, they, uh, top mm. 20. Where they sit as a live band, top five. It's kind of like all the great Australian bands, isn't it? Midnight there Oil, is. live band, ACDC, live band. But it's band. almost that pub rock yes. genre, isn't what, it? What's interesting, Webby, is they go, right, what is, what is that sound? Is it rock? Is it punk? Mark Opitz, who produced the album, uh, he described it as sophisto-punk. 
Ooh. That's what it was, Sophisto Park. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Here's where they were headed. The biggest mistake, and I've interviewed the Brewster brothers on this, and they concede to this day their greatest regret is that their first album, Face to Face, was produced by you know, Harry Vander and George Young, and it was done in Albert's studio and all those where all those iconic bands came through. After they released the first album, another record company, another producer, basically the promised them, I can get you, I can make you big in the States. I can make you huge in Europe. Harry and George were like, boys, not yet. You haven't perfected. Give it two years. Give it another two albums and, and we'll, we'll make you do the same path as ACDC. They got impatient and left. And they were never, ever the same band again. They were, Look, they were a great band. Yeah. But they never, ever recreated that face-to-face album. They were the great – like I've seen both of them and Midnight All live. They're different front men, you know. I, yeah. saw Gar- I saw Midnight All earlier this year and Garrett looked like he was still in his 20s. Still yeah. With that, that you know, very uh, unique style of dancing. But not Doc was – Oh, Doc was else. just raw. He, he was, it was interesting because their stage presence was so incredible that they would go to England they go to America and it would be sold to these headline acts. Oh, there's this Australian band called The Angels. They're big down under. Why don't you get them as your support act? And they would actually have to get rid of them after about a month because they were so popular. The Kinks had them on their tour of America and Ray Davies, the lead singer of hated Doc Neeson so much and he did everything to sabotage his live performance just because they would blow the kinks blow the kinks away they said they would be getting encores by kinks fans and the kinks had come on and you know by the end of the concert it was half full did they did they split they split numerous times yeah, split numerous times it sort of it was just such a when when you see this documentary and read the book it was just it was such an uneasy relationship. So much infighting. Uh, of course, these days, the passing of the great Doc Neeson, tragically. The lead singer, of course, Newcastle boy from Cardiff up there, Screaming Jets, um, Dave Gleeson. Dave Gleeson tours both with the Angels and the Screaming Jets. Fair to say he's, he's pretty busy. Still yeah. got a good voice. He's, he's, he's still, still cranking when, it. When he, first, when he first took over um, as the Angels um, lead singer, Angels fans... Were in absolute, they were in disgust and they were just giving it to him. They said, this will never work. And the first gig he did, big gig he did live, Angels fans went to Rick and Johnny Brewster and said, mate, this guy's great. It was works. there not a, a, an Instagram post of Doc Neeson and Joey at no. Origin it, 2? It was, no, it was myself, oh. Chief, uh, Glenn Pallister and Doc Neeson uh, at a footy show, post footy show once. Oh, right. And, and you should see... You should see Chief. Chief is, how would I say this, um, like you've never seen the Chief before. Oh. Yes, yes, very interesting. Uh, <laughs> okay. There you go. Sound advice, uh, face-to-face. Look, Jack Johns couldn't join us today because he's got his training, training with the gulag uh, that is Newcastle Knights again. <laughs> but, uh, look, I give it an A+. Just a great Australian album. We'll take a break. After the break, search and enjoy. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.